Koto, welcome to Circuit Cast, conversations on moving image from Aotearoa and beyond, brought to you by circuit.org.nz. And in this podcast, a meditation on personal space and the moving image, with Circuit curator at large, Serena Bentley. It's on the occasion of a brand spanking new set of five artist moving image commissions from Australia and New Zealand artists. So before I cross to Serena, let me tell you about it. It's uh, the latest in Circuit's annual commission of new work. Each year, Circuit invites an internationally based curator to come up with a theme and nominate five artists to each respond with a short moving work. Uh, And then the program has quite a life in galleries and cinema screenings throughout New Zealand and internationally. This program is entitled Personal Space, uh, and it's inspired a symposium on October the 5th in Newtown, Wellington, as part of the Order Festival of Artists Moving Image, uh, which is also exploring the boundary between the personal and the political and moving image practice. So, home for me right now is the Circuit HQ here in Newtown, Wellington, and on the line to discuss personal space, the Artist Commissions in Melbourne, is Serena. Kia ora, Serena. Kia ora, good morning. How are you? <laughs> We're pretty good here. The sun is shining. Um, all looking forward to the symposium here. I was going to first ask you the question, where, where for you is home, Serena? Look, it's a very controversial question <laughs> and was it's, it's certainly been at the forefront of my mind for the 12 years that I have now lived in Australia. Um, I've got um, a home here, like a house here, I have a partner here and I have a new baby here but yes. despite yes, these things which for many people are anchors, um, I have to say to be honest with you my home is Aotearoa, my home is New Zealand and you know, no matter how much time passes, I, I just can't see that changing. What made you move to Australia? There was one key and main reason, and that was work, to be honest with you. I mean, there are, there are so few curatorial jobs uh, in New Zealand, and the people that occupy them, you know, hold on to them, obviously, because once you're there, you don't want to relinquish those positions. Uh, and so for me, it was about uh, finding opportunities to work within the visual arts and initially that was through uh, commercial galleries um, despite you know, being very clear in my intentions about being a curator uh, again it's just so hard to find work in that field and then through working in commercial galleries um, ending up in non-profit spaces and institutions so it's it's always been about work for me and um, I've been fortunate to have a very good career in the arts in Australia. You've kept a keen interest in New Zealand artists. I'm kind of interested in I guess the how and why questions with that. How you do that and how you keep involved. I realise now that there's a rhythm to my occupation of Australia. I get to three months and then I need to go home and I need to go home for a number of different reasons. I need to go home to see my family, to sort of be nourished by my my community, my friends, my family there, um, but also to immerse myself in the art scene there. And I guess for me, um, my interest in art began in New Zealand, um, you know, through my family, through going to galleries, and then, you know, as I grew older, starting to go to galleries by myself. And so that that art scene or that art community, particularly in Auckland, is is very important for me. Uh, And so I I guess the work that's being made in New Zealand tends to resonate with me a little more particularly than the work in the Melbourne art scene, which I think is quite um, austere, very serious, there's a lot of hard-edged painting. Um, there's not 
that kind of sense of humour or or quirk or singular voices that I think you tend to find more um, in the New Zealand art scene. Well, this really brings us to this programme um, that you've curated, Personal Space. I mean, four of the five artists in New Zealand, there's one from Australia. Can you tell us a little bit about how you conceptualise this theme? Well, when... I was invited to curate the program. I was uh, eight months pregnant with my first child. <laughs> and um, A long way from home, <laughs> in a way. Absolutely. And so the, prop- the provocation this year came from, from a deeply personal space. Thinking about home was really at the forefront of my mind and, and always is. And also at about this time when I was beginning to form this provocation the events in Christchurch happened, the shooting in Christchurch. And um, with that horrible event, obviously it, it threw up a lot of questions about about how we see ourselves, um, you know, the shared values we think that we have as New Zealanders and um, the reality of life in New Zealand as well as um, our ideals. Uh, so I was thinking about how complex the idea of home can be, you know, particularly if you live away from home, it's very easy to uh, look at a place with rose-tinted glasses, you know, to think that in New Zealand we're particularly progressive, inclusive, all of these things, but that's not to say that we don't have real social problems, um, for instance, with racism, for instance. Uh, And so the more I thought about this idea of home, um, obviously the the more complex it becomes and and the more um, different strands you can pull out of this idea. So when I was selecting artists, I was thinking about um, pre-existing works that sort of fell under this umbrella um, of home uh, and and trying to think about how I could create a program that explored the breadth of that idea. So for instance, one of the first artists that I thought of was uh, Campbell Patterson, and yes. particularly uh, that that early work of his, um, Lifting My Mother for As Long As I Can, which was a video that he uh, recreated over a number of different years where he did just that. He'd, he'd lift his mum up um, in the family living room and hold her for as long as he could. So I guess one of those immediate ideas about home is the domestic. Uh, and so I was interested in, in thinking about how this domestic space is utilised um, by different artists. And I think one of the key themes that's sort of come out of the program this year is is artists who use personal space, who use their homes and particularly their bedrooms as an arena for performance um, or actions and how these actions translate from being uh, performed or enacted in a very private, intimate space and are turned out and made public. Well, in this case, he's dipping his, um, he's soaking his, his, his white undies in orange juice and then wearing them to perform some actions. <laughs> he most certainly is. And those undies um, were from uh, St. Vincent's. So they were off-shop undies. They weren't washed and they were put straight on um, after they'd been soaked in orange juice. <laughs> Well, just going back to the, going back to the bedroom sense of things, you remind me. I, I've also seen I've seen that work. I've also seen Natasha Matella Smith's work, um, uh, and this concept of personal space and a sense of home. I mean, it's been very complicated by these digital lives that we have now. And I thought her work was a good example of that. 
Absolutely, yes. I think Natasha's a really interesting artist, um, particularly in how she cultivates an online persona for herself. So obviously she's a visual artist, she's a writer, and then she's very, very active on social media. So you can follow her on Instagram, um, she's on Twitter, she's on Facebook, uh, and she sort of constructs this persona um, that she presents online um, and that you can see in her work, you know, there's often this um, idea of, of lovesickness or romanticism that, that permeates um, what she does, what she writes. Uh, and I think it's very easy to um, imagine that it's her, you know, when she's lying in bed in this new video work um, saying she wished that she didn't fall for men that looked ill. You know, maybe this is Natasha speaking as an individual about her own experiences, but I think you're right. It also taps into this online culture where a lot of confessions or disclosures we make are performative or they're, they're created to be consumed um, by the public um, online and so there's this amazing vibration in her work uh, in terms of sort of authenticity you know where does her personality end as an individual and where does it begin as this this constructed lovesick persona that we see lying in bed scrolling through Instagram and and YouTube. Well it, it just strikes me as such a, a, a great theme in this this moment, personal space. I mean what is personal anymore when people are living so much of their life uh, in, in, a, in a public way or, or, or curating their own public image uh, as a personal space. Uh, moving image isn't p personal. Uh, it's an interesting thing for you to be able to meditate on here. Absolutely and again that's something that, that Natasha talks about is that you know we have these online personas or personas that need to be cultivated um, 24 hours a day and you know when do we have this opportunity to rest anymore when we're inviting this this media into our lives into our bedrooms um, all the time so I mean as, as, a, as a curator of moving image I mean this the whole explosion in first-person video is interesting it's become very complicated by the ubiquity of it I mean you know everyone is making creating stories TikTok or Instagram or whatever it is you know my, my daughter is constantly on TikTok creating her own images I mean how, how are you how do you think artists are responding well, I, there's, there's an artist that I, I particularly think is, is using kind of these new mediums of social media um, in a really interesting way, and that's Sione Monu. Um, okay. And he, he sort of creates these very short vignettes uh, of, of his life um, that have been uh, constructed for Instagram. Uh, I haven't really seen a, a practice like that before. Um, it's really quite interesting and then recently he actually sort of deleted his entire profile and started again so oh. I think it's something quite interesting about the ephemeral nature of, of these new forms of moving image as well that you sort of can accumulate this body of work and create this persona and then within a flash it's it's all gone again and erased and, and you're trying something new so um, his is a very interesting practice. It, I also included um, Janet Lelot in the program uh, thinking yeah. about her use of social media um, yes. and how uh, she sort of generates material for her practice um, using things like Instagram. So in her uh, show at Te Uru a couple of years ago, a, a huge part of that um, exhibition was thousands and thousands of photographs that had been printed um, on Polaroid film that were taken from her Instagram account. 
so yeah, it's it's certainly a very interesting area that a few artists are working in at the moment. Just just moving on a little there, I'm interested in this concept or the layer with this uh, program around Papa and uh, I, I know Janet is is both Māori and Pacific Island, um, uh, uh, Tanu Nano, uh, born in Samoa, but he's it was uh, one of twelve adopted siblings with an Irish Māori mum. Uh, and then uh, your one Australian artist, Atong Atem, I think, from Ethiopia originally. These are very complex stories of where people might have a sense of connection to home. Absolutely. I mean, that's certainly something I was thinking about. Um, uh, you know, for us, home can be very simple. You know, it's a one place that you grew up and, you know, left when you turned 18 or whatever. But obviously, that's not the case for everyone. And so the idea of migration was very important to include here. Uh, and so Tonga Thames work, uh, Zero, deals directly with... Um, her, her movement between between cities, between countries, um, yeah, beginning in Ethiopia, spending time in South Sudan before ending up in a refugee camp in Kenya uh, right. and then moving first to New South Wales where she grew up um, and, and she now lives here in Melbourne. So, yeah, obviously there are a number of places that she's called home. Uh, and also there was another artist I was speaking with when I was putting this program together called Fung No, who touched on uh, a really important point, um, something that he finds difficult as as someone living in Australia. He's often asked where he's from, and his response is Sunshine, which is uh, a suburb here in, in Melbourne. Right. And then people say, no, where are you really from? You know, where are your parents from? And he's like, well, my parents are from Adelaide. Um, um, his parents are of Vietnamese descent, but he was talking about this idea that, you know, despite being born and bred in Australia, he's constantly always asked uh, where he's from. He's, he's not accepted as an Australian. So that was something that was, was in, the, in the forefront of my mind when I was thinking about the programme. Yes, well, the racism, is, of course, is quite inbuilt there. I, I, I was born in Guildford, just uh, in Surrey, south of London, but I'm never asked that question, right? Exactly. I'm quite interested you talking about Atonga Thames' work is is to in terms of these artists who have actually had that refugee experience is to and and of course the politics of that which is so heightened at the moment how much representation is there in the public gallery sector of these artists and their work and how much is is the, the, that coming into the discussion through these artists' practice in Australia? I think it's beginning to come through um, Atonga Thames. <laughs> She's, she's quite a successful artist here. She's um, got representation with Mars Gallery. She's just recently shown at um, Sydney Contemporary. Um, I think you're starting to see these stories um, in exhibitions like Primavera, which is an exhibition of uh, new artists that's held by um, the MCA in Sydney every year. Uh, it's something that's, that's starting to come through. I think there's certainly an awareness of kind of the structures of power at play here within our institutions in terms of who's deciding who gets shown here. Um, but I think it's a constant battle. You know, there's there's certainly a problem um, with whiteness in, in the art scene in Melbourne. I think to say that there isn't is um, a bit ignorant, actually. <laughs> Some people would insist that there's not a problem, but um, I think we can always do better. Well, uh, 
back to the back to the process you went with these artists. I understand you you sort of asked them to respond to a series of questions on on the idea of home. Is that right? I did. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> for me, it was my idea of home is not something that I have a um, decisive answer on. So I guess I was interested in other people's. Um, idea of home, you know, how you respond when we're asked, where are you from, you know, what does home look like, um, is it permanent, is it transient, um, you know, home for people is a place of comfort, but for others it's a place that you desperately want to leave, um, you know, does it change, uh, yeah, basically I was just trying to draw out some of these different ideas um, around home. Were you surprised by some of the answers or were they quite different from each other? It's been interesting seeing uh, the responses. I think Campbell's work, when I first saw it, I cogitated on for a little while when I was sort of trying to um, trying to um, decipher his his response. But we've sort of had conversations about it um, subsequently, and, and obviously he's interested in us seeing the work fresh before we put um, sort of any layers or meanings over it. But his is actually quite an eloquent response to housing crisis in New Zealand really so when he's um, putting on his juicy undies um, and repeatedly stamping on a wet sponge um, for him this is an analogy for um, the issues around uh, the property market sort of feeling left out um, banging your head against a brick wall in terms of being able to find a place to live um, um, the vulnerability and uncertainty of being a renter and, um, you know, not really having a say over when you get to leave what you call your home, um, you know, that's really up to your landlord. So um, that was an interesting response uh, to the housing crisis, I thought. Um, other artists, it's actually been interesting seeing the, the kinship between them um, in terms of, as we've discussed previously, this idea of, of the home and particularly the bedroom as this intimate performative space is something that's actually really come through um, in a number of, of different works. Well, Serena Bentley, thank you for joining us here on Circuit Cast. Thanks uh, for having me. We're looking forward to seeing Personal Space, I think, uh, debuting on Friday the 4th of October here in Newtown. Uh, thank you. And Circuit Cast was brought to us by Creative New Zealand.